Welcome to the Soul Driven Podcast. I believe that when we invest in ourselves, the world benefits. If you are searching for meaning and purpose, if you are unsure about how to combine the spiritual with the everyday, if you are ready to uncover who you truly are, then you've come to the right place. The Soul Driven Podcast is dedicated to exploring the intersection of living a soulful and spiritual life in a driven and ambitious world. Join me for practical guidance, truthful discussions, and interviews with people who are successfully living a soul-driven life. My name is Anna Hendricks, and I'm your host. Thank you for being here. Welcome back to another episode of the Soul Driven Podcast. Thank you so much for being here. What's up November, right? Like, first of all, wow. Second of all, November is my party month, okay? Because I'm a November baby. That's right. I'm a double Sagittarius with a Leo rising. In fact, I actually have a Sagittarian stellium in my chart. For those who don't know, that's five signs in Sagittarius, which we are the philosophers, the free thinkers, the seekers, and the party animals. And we like basically everybody. So we're cool people. That's all I got to say. We're also the truth tellers. So if you know a Sagittarius, you may have unfortunately had a brush with one of us in our brutal honesty, which thankfully, especially the older I get, the more I have learned how to deliver that honesty in kinder ways. But I digress. Happy November. And yes, I am partying. Partying for me is not like, you know, the worldly view of partying. I like naps. I like good books. I like going into the Akashic Records. I like geeking out on spiritual stuff. I like hanging out with people I love. That's kind of my partying. So the first thing we're going to do today is announce the winner to last month's giveaway for a free Akashic Record reading. And I'm really excited. So I took all of the names from the reviews and cut them up onto little small pieces of paper and shook them around in my hand and closed my eyes. And I chose one. I actually shared some photos on Instagram and the stories. Hopefully you're hanging out with me on Instagram. If not, it's at Soul Driven Podcast. But I want to say thank you to everyone who has taken the time to leave me a review on iTunes. This podcast is growing. I'm so thankful for the folks who keep showing up and listening. And if it provides you value, please go leave me a review. It's very helpful. So today's winner of this month's winner is Miss Kendall Hurt. Yay! That's me clapping. I'm not sure how well that's going to translate, but congratulations, Kendall Hurt. I will be reaching out to schedule your Akashic Record reading with you, which will be awesome. And thanks again to everyone who left a review. Okay, so jumping into today's episode, another Akashic Record reading. So this is a huge month, right? November, we're like almost to December, which is almost to January, end of the year. Lots of things happening. The election has not happened as, as of today when I'm recording this, 
but it will have already happened when this goes live on the 4th. However, I can say with 99.9% certainty that we will not know who our president is still on the 4th. And between the Mercury retrograde and the Mars retrograde and all of the astrological fun things that are making clarity and communication all kind of junked up right now, I think we'll probably still be in sort of a standstill holding mode. We'll just kind of see. But this month's Akashic Record reading was really interesting, and I'm not going to get into it too much. First of all, if this is the first time that uh, you've been, you've joined me for a reading, thank you very much. Awesome to be here. I have recorded another episode that will be going live either right before this one as a bonus episode or very shortly after that's actually going to be an in-depth episode about what the Akashic Records are and my experience with them. So the Akashic Records are how I like to easily explain them so everyone can understand. It is basically like the cloud, the cloud in the sky where all of our thoughts, feelings, emotions, decisions, actions, all of our memories, everything from this lifetime and all of the lifetimes in the past and the future reside. And we can go to the Akashic Records and we can find out all kinds of things. We can go into the Akashic Records for our business and ask questions about decisions we should make. We can go into the Akashic Records for our home and find out the history of it, the energy of it, all of those things. We can go into the Akashic Record for our pets and our, and find out how they're doing and if they're okay. Um, and of course, we can go into it for ourselves. You can go into the Akashic Records for like a state, a town, freaking just about anything. It's pretty incredible. And that is because everything is energy. And in the Akashic Records, there's an energetic imprint of everything. So I'm probably going a little bit too deep for you. Make sure you check out the episode about the Akashic Records if you want to learn about that more specifically. But today's reading like I said last month, and like I will always say, don't try and take it all in at once. I think the best way to absorb a reading is just to kind of sit back and let what really hits you sink in. Stay with that for a day or two. Come back to the reading a little bit later and see what else jumps out at you. I'm going to be taking the recording and sitting with it for a couple of days and then coming back on the other end and sharing my thoughts on it, how it translates for me, and then ways that I want to integrate it into my life. The awesome thing about the Akashic Records is that regardless of when you hear this, whether it is in November or it is in 2021 in March or freaking even December of next year, something will be here for you. That is the magic of the records. They are always alive. So if you stumbled across this episode, no need to run away. There's, there's some magic here for you. So without further ado, we're going to jump in and enjoy. I will see you on the other side. Unveiled. 
and we all shine bright. Stepped aside, hidden from view, hidden from the notion that everything falls into place. We reside here. Didn't we know what was coming? Didn't we see the sun rise from the earth and make its way to the skyline high up in the sky? Didn't we know better? For days now, for weeks, months, years, decades, we have pillaged and stood aside as the brush brushed up against us, against one another, pushed and pulled. We fought for the top rung. We clamored over each other, arms steadily climbing higher to reach it that climax, that epicenter, that tidal wave. But here we stand on the ground in amazement and wonder as everything falls to the ground, as it tumbles and breaks. We wonder what happened here. But what is this amazement? What is this confusion? Really? Didn't we see it coming? Didn't we know it was on the way? Wasn't there a small voice inside of us? That nagging feeling, tugging on our shoulder, our sleeve and dragging us along the ground. We refused to pay attention. We refused to listen. So we find ourselves here in this place. What's next? Says the wind as it blows through your hair, as it awakens you, as it breathes life back into you. Who will you be in this new earth? How will you stand? How will you arrive? What will you be? These choices and so many more are now laid out in front of you, in front of us. What will we do? It's a matter of gravity, the place where we find ourselves. But hope is not lost. The sun still shines brightly in the sky. And much can be rebuilt from here. Much can climb and cultivate, grow, new roots, and blossom in new ways. Take heart. There is nothing to fear.
there has never been anything to fear. For all of this chaos and mess, a new day is coming. A brighter day. A day that lives for us all. But we must fight for it. We must stand up for ourselves, for our families, for our earth, for our beliefs, our morals, our values, the things we hold true. What are they? Do you even know anymore? Pillaging and rape, thieves and armories, Wars, desolation, famine. What is before us? It's a choice. To continue down the dusty path to nowhere. To continue refusing to go inside to do the work. To deal with the mess. To clean up the muck. It starts at home. It starts here. Then everything is possible. Then nothing can stand in our way. Then our bodies will feel light. Our minds will feel clear. Our hearts will beat. Beat to the drum. The way they were meant to beat. In unison in harmony, consistent, and rhythmic. These tones are meant for all of us. Spread your arms wide, open out your fingers. Let us come together now and stand in unity. Let us bind together and make a pledge, a pledge for more, a pledge together for each other, for all of this. We can have it all. What will we choose? All right, folks, hope you enjoyed the reading. If you felt like it was kind of heavy or that it was heavy, guess what? I'm right there with you. This was a very difficult reading for me to not only channel, but to share. Um, I am someone who really likes to make things positive and add like a positive tone to whatever it is that I'm producing, especially if I'm like, you know, sharing something intense on the front end, I like to end on a high note. And that's great, but when I am channeling a message from the records, I have no control over that. And when this message first started coming through, it took forever to fully get out. The original recording of uh, this lesson took much longer than what I'm sharing with you, thanks to uh, Rodrigo, who edits these uh, audios, but um, it took it took a long time because I was really fighting in the midst of it and thinking like, 
no, I don't want to share this. No, I want this to be like exciting and uplifting and fun and flowery. And hey man, it's also my birthday month. Like I want things to be really good. And I don't necessarily think that this message is bad. In fact, I don't think that at all. I think it's very direct. I think it's very honest. And something that I've really noticed very recently is that Akashic Record readers, the ch- like the messes, the messages, excuse me, that they channel really align with who they are as a person and their personality. And I'm a direct person. I don't really like to beat around the bush. I don't like to play pretend or any of those games. And I've noticed that as my practice becomes stronger in reading the Akashic Records, that the messages become more and more direct. But let's face it, I mean, I think on many levels, we as a collective need a good talking to right now. We kind of need to be shook. We need to have someone like kind of being like, yo, What's going on? What are you doing? What are you going to choose, right? Something that I initially looked at with this podcast, because of course I took time, I took a couple of days in which to just really let it sink in. And one of the first things that that popped up for me was that while I read this or while I took this in initially as like a collective message, I realized that it really pinpoints down to the individual, right? It's not so much the macro. I mean, you can look at it from a macro point of view or a micro point of view, but I think that it is even more powerful on the personal level. And what a message for the month when we are going to have the election here in the United States. I mean, there's a lot of... (laughs) There's a lot going on right now. I stopped watching or reading the news about three weeks ago now, maybe a little bit longer. I decided that I would consume the news through one email that I get every morning that just kind of lays out the headlines, gives you like a sentence or two about it. Um, And it's provided in a very like neutral tone. So, because I want to stay informed, I think that's very important. But at the same time, I understand what's happening right now astrologically and energetically. And I think things have really gotten blown out of proportion in our media, in social media, and kind of everywhere. And I think something that the message really shares that I keep coming back to is this question of like, Why are we so surprised that we're here? Why are we so surprised that we are in the midst of a pandemic or that our government and our structures are falling apart or that social injustice and all of our inequalities are like slapping us in the face? Why are we surprised? You know, for years, decades, we've looked the other direction. We've said everything is just fine, especially those of us who were making great money and who were putting it away. We weren't looking at what others you know, were going through or what they were doing. Maybe people who have a different skin color, 
people in different, you know, socioeconomic classes, we weren't paying attention. We weren't paying attention to our planet and the fact that we are in the midst of a mass extinction. And when animals start to go, guess what? <laughs> We're not far, right? But this question I think that's really important for us to think about and consider is like, why are we surprised that we're here? Why are we surprised? This podcast is going to come out after the election happens on the 4th. However, I am recording it beforehand. And I just definitely wanted to preface, and we'll be talking about the astrology for November a little bit later, but I think it's going to be really hugely important for us to just understand that we are not going to know who our next president is on the 3rd and probably not for a week or two after. It's going to get messy, 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 messy. And not only does the astrology align with that, but I think this message aligns with it as well so much. Things aren't going to just return back to normal anyway after the election, regardless of who gets in office. It's just not going to happen. Too many things have been unearthed. We are starting to see things clearly. And that is a rough thing, but that is a beautiful thing. Because from every bottom, we only have one way to go but up. But I don't believe that we've hit bottom yet. I don't, I don't see that. We have brought ourselves to this place. We have put ourselves in this position. All of us, we have. But we can save ourselves. We can absolutely save ourselves. And I think it's really interesting that this message really correlates to what I spoke about in episode 37. The two lessons that I covered the title of that episode was the paradigm, the paradigm shift that we need or something like that. <laughs> but the th two things that I talked about were one, that we, we have to save ourselves. We can't look for anyone else to save us. We can't look around. We can't look, we can only go inside. And then two, that all of the change we want to see first has to happen inside of us within us. We can't expect the world to become a better place until we as an individual have become a better place. And again, I think that this message is so much referring to like the choices that we make, the responsibility that we hold for our lives. And I am so guilty of this. I want to blame other things. I want to blame other people when things aren't going right in my life. Oh my gosh. My, my first unconscious instinct is to just start pointing fingers. And usually at the people that I love the most. And like I said, this is unconscious. This is something that we do like naturally. But we have to take responsibility for ourselves. We have to take responsibility for our lives and the decisions that we're making. The planet that we are living on. The government that we are residing under. What are those decisions? What are we going to say yes to? What are we going to say no to? Those are really huge, huge things. And this message asked us so many times. Like, 
What will we choose? Who will we decide to be? What will we stand up for? You know, it asks us about our morals and our values and things that mean so much to us. Like, do we even know what those things are anymore? I feel like in the midst of all of the division and all of the upheaval, that people have lost sight of what their values are or their morals are, you know? Like, it's so easy to, like, you know, consider ourselves an upstanding person until someone comes along and disagrees with our point of view and then all of a sudden we turn into the five-year-old who's kicking and screaming and throwing mud (laughs) you know morals values yeah out out the window out the door it's not a thing and I think that's something really important for us to be aware of right now We have to take responsibility for ourselves. We have to choose what it is we will and won't accept in our lives and for ourselves. Because everything in this life is a choice. Every single thing. Our attitude's a choice. The way we view something is a choice, right? Everything is a choice. And I don't like that any more than you do. I mean, let me tell you. November, or I should say October, was a tough month for me. Standing tall, which was the theme of our October reading. I mean, I don't know what you went through. Feel free to share it with me. But it was a tough month for me. There was way more needing to stand tall than I ever wanted to do within a year, much less a month. And I know I shared a lot of that with you all, but... We have to choose what it is that, what we're going to do and who it is that we're going to be. If we don't make those choices, then moving forward, there's going to be so much chaos that we're going to have a really difficult time being able to grasp onto that and hold onto that. I heard very recently a podcast interview with Paul Selig, who is an incredible channeler. He has channeled countless books. I don't even know how many. But he said something that just really, really blew me away. He said, we judge what we fear. And I mean, you could flip that around either way, right? We fear what we judge. We judge what we fear. We fear what we judge. Same thing. And either one, holy shit. (laughs) Like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Think about that for a second. I mean, just really think about it. We judge what we fear. I don't know about you, but I judge a lot. And it's not something I'm proud of, not by any means. I've always been someone who had an opinion, someone who, you know, I have great feedback, I have great advice, all of those things. But I can also be, and I should just say, and take responsibility and say, I am a very judgmental person. And when I think about that, and I think about the things that I judge in other people, and I think, wow, you know, when I ask that question, do I fear that? Is that why I'm judging it? That's a lot of truth. That's a whole lot of truth. And it's pretty intense. And it's really powerful. I love that this message also shared that we have nothing to fear. And that's the whole thing. 
we get so lost in this divisive world that we forget we are all one, literally. We are all the same, all the same. The things that we think divide us don't. And if we all sat down together face to face and were able to have respectful, calm conversations, we would find ourselves basically in total agreement with everything. We're all the same, we're all connected. What we do to someone else, we do to ourselves and vice versa. And it's such, it's such a huge, it's such a huge truth that if we were all truly able to grasp it, suffering would end immediately because we would stop seeing other as other and we would realize this is just a piece of myself this is just a part of who i am this is a mirror this is a reflection back to me of what i'm thinking of what i'm doing of how i'm talking to myself we are all all the same all one there literally is nothing to fear in this life Scarcity, that's a myth. But that's, <laughs> that's not what our world teaches. It teaches that scarcity is everywhere, that we have to fight for everything that we want, that we have to work our butt off to get anywhere. All lies, all lies. There's nothing to fear. Truly, there's nothing to fear. Even in the midst of this election, I mean, people are standing on both sides of the fence, equally afraid. There's nothing to fear. There's nothing to fear. And I did love and appreciate that this does come back to our ability to come together. As I have said numerous times, everything we do is a choice. Will we come together? Will we choose to accept the person who lives down the street from us and has a completely different opinion? Will we choose to wrap our arms around someone who treats us horribly? And I don't mean that like physically wrap our arms around because of course we need to be cautious right now. <laughs> But I'm saying, can we find love for that person? Can we find love? Because even in the midst of all of this, with this election, with all of the things that are gonna be happening this month, like there is divine work at hand here. It is divine work that is happening. So while this message to me is very direct and abrupt even, and heavy. It's also a real wake-up call because it's a call to take responsibility for ourselves, for our decisions, and what we choose to do. At any moment, we can change. At any moment, we can become different. We don't need to blame ourselves or feel guilty for our past. If we need to say so sorry to someone, let's do it but let's move forward. Let's come together. Let's be different. Let's do that for ourselves, for the future. So in regards to the astrology for the month, 
Um, a couple of things that I wanted to hit on. First again, I just really, really want to stress for you to guard your heart. There's a beautiful verse that I've always loved and I can't even tell you how many times I've gone back to it this year. Guard your heart with all diligence for out of it flows the springs of life. That's uh, Psalms 4:23. if you want to check it out. But there's so much happening right now. There's so much happening. And we need to stay focused. We need to stay diligent. We need to stay discerning. And we can't do that if we are opening ourselves up to everything that is happening around us. Stay informed, yes, but protect yourself. Guard your heart. Stay focused on your personal life, on your personal growth, on the things that you're trying to elevate within yourself right now. Minimize your time on news and where you get it from. Minimize your time on social media. I deleted the Facebook app from my phone this morning, again, for the millionth time. But I said, okay, I'm not getting back, like I'm not gonna download that app on my phone for a week and then I'm gonna reevaluate in a week. And that's because shit is getting ready to hit the fan. And we're gonna talk about that astrologically here in a minute, but this election is not gonna be decided on the third and probably won't within like the first week or two. And in the midst of that time, People are going to be flipping out. There's going to be so much room for, for fake news to go everywhere. There's going to be so much room for the media to really exaggerate things that are happening. And I want you to be able to stay calm, to stay centered, to stay peaceful. Guard your heart in the midst of this. Okay, so first the mercury retrograde that's been happening it actually mercury goes back direct on the third which will have already happened by the time this comes out on the fourth that's awesome i also think it's really kind of spooky interesting whatever that it's going direct on election day however we'll still be in the shadow phase for like i think two weeks more or less and that means that communication is still going to be extra fuzzy so in regards to the election and what's happening, please, please, please protect yourself. Make sure you really watch your energy as well. You know, go to bed early, try and eat good food, take baths or whatever is relaxing to you. Go outside and be in nature. Leave your phones wherever you possibly can. There's going to be a lot of opportunity this month, even once the election is clarified to really get unseated and ungrounded and uncentered and to really be triggered. And I just wanna caution you in that area. So the next kind of big thing is that Mars, who's been in retrograde for the past two months, goes direct on the 13th. And Mars is this planet of action and intensity. It's a very masculine energy. And that's why there's been so much friction the past two months. I don't know if you've been experiencing this, but I i mean, like some days it's like gears grinding in my ear. It's tough. So I am very excited for this. Um, starting on the 13th will be just a great time to kind of do some 
what I would call like fall cleaning opposite of spring cleaning. And because Mars is a planet of action, it's a great opportunity to kind of dive into the things that you want to clear out of your life energetically and physically, you know? For me, I always like switching things out in my house around this time with my clothes. And when I do that, I like getting rid of old clothes. I like making a big like purge sweep in my house as well. I'm all about doing that on the physical because I really believe that it translates to the emotional and the mental. Thinking about where else that you can kind of unclutter, right? And because Mars is all about action, it's also going to be kind of pushing you to really be thinking about what is serving you in your life and what's not. We come back to the reading, right? What will you choose? What will you choose? That's going to be a big theme this entire month. What will you choose? And if I were you, because I'm just thinking about this now and I'm going to do this for myself, is I'm going to set that as my intention for this month in regards to my focus, right? Not only what will I choose, but I'm going to choose something on the front end so that every time something pops up, I can be like, I'm going to choose to be, well, I'll just say it now, to act from a place of love. That's going to be my choice this month. And I will report back in regards to how well that is doing. <laughs> so we have a new moon in Scorpio on the 15th. And this is going to provide a real opportunity for us to check out abundance in our life. And when I talk about abundance, I don't mean like just, you know, bling in the bank account. I'm talking about abundance in every area of your life, right? The flow. Abundance happens when we are open to life in general, whether it's our relationships or our work. You know, this year has provided so much opportunity to get caught up in fear. And fear and abundance, like, can't run in the same path together. Like, it's, it's not going to work. They are not friends. So if fear is residing in your life regarding relationships, then you're not going to be able to find abundance there. Same thing with your work life. You know, like, are you totally freaked out about what the election and COVID are going to do to your bank account or your job? If you're standing in fear, I can guarantee you abundance is not going to be able to flow in your direction. So for the new moon, it's going to be a really great time to kind of set out some intentions and maybe really consider where you've been fearing. You know, really think about that. And then write some intentions for the new moon about how you're going to release that. What areas of your life are you going to release? Are you going to say, okay, universe, I can't control what's going to happen with my work. I'm going to trust you and I'm going to let this go. Not to say you won't have to let it go again, but let's start that new moon. New moons are the time where we want to set new intentions. Full moons are the times where we want to let things go. So on the 21st, we're jumping into Sagittarius season, which of course, ah, my favorite time of the year because I'm a Sagittarius, if I haven't told you a billion times by now. And I love Sagittarius season because Sagittarius season is fun and it's exciting and it's, um, oh, it's light. But at the same time, there's like lots of questions and lots of things to ponder and lots of things to discuss. 
Sagittarians are philosophers. You know, we, we really like to like get into the mind and have deep discussions and learn things and be challenged and grow. And it's just like, it's who we are. It's in our nature. We are lovers. We are the life of the party. So like, while we're these heavy thinkers, like we're the ones dancing on top of the tables. Like Sagittarians are pretty much always the last ones at a party. Pretty much always. So I'm very excited for my season. Um, and then on the 30th, we have a full moon in Gemini, which is also a lunar, lunar eclipse. So Gemini is the sign of communication. So considering that it's an eclipse and it's a full moon, oh my, we're probably going to like really feel a big bump in regards to our communication. Like things could really get jostled we might become really aware of a lot of the flaws that are in our life regarding communication. Um, transportation is also another one that Gemini rules, so that can really kind of get messed up. Um, but it's a really, really potent time for us to be asking ourselves, what will we choose? What will we choose? How, how will we come out of this, right? As the full moon, another time to just like sweep it out sweep it out, get rid of. So if, again, there are fears that you have been holding on to, if there are concerns that you've got, this is a great time to let them go. And eclipse, especially lunar eclipse, man, they bring heavy energy. So the good news is that it's in Gemini, so it's not like uh, it's going to be super heavy, but because Gemini is such a fast-moving sign, and it is very airy, Whew, it's gonna be intense. So I love full moons, I love new moons. I have really started getting my life wrapped around moon cycles and paying attention to them a lot more. As with everything, it's kind of a, uh, you know, a slow trickle in, and then I just kind of like absorb it because I realize how useful it is, how helpful it is. So yeah, okay. Well, that is pretty much going to wrap up everything for today. Again, I just want to really caution you to guard your heart right now. Just this month, take care of yourself. Please take care of yourself. Be really kind to you. Like, utilize self-compassion. I personally need this so much, too. You know, get outside. Go for walks. I mean, this is a gorgeous time of year. Um do things outside, you know, be on your porch or whatever the case you, we're all in different situations. So whatever it is that you can do, I mean, just take care of yourself. Taking care is a little bit different for all of us. So you're going to have to spend the time to figure out what works for you, but do those things, really do those things. And please do not lose hope and do not fear. There's no reason to fear. There's nothing for us to fear here. I promise you that. And I also promise you that if you guard your heart, there's going to be little room for fear to come in, right? So make your declaration with me at the beginning of this month. I know we're, um, this podcast is going live a couple of days in, but make your declaration. What do you want to choose? Who do you want to be? And make it happen. So thank you so much for joining today. 
It's always a pleasure to have you, to have your time. If you would like to connect with me further, you can find me on social media at Soul Driven Podcast. Make sure you click the link in our show notes to join the email list. Important information is coming out and I want you to be a part of it. And finally, if you were inspired by today's message, please rate and review it on iTunes. And don't forget, when we invest in ourselves, the world benefits. Until next week.